seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my love. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. How are you doing? Are you hydrated? Are you keeping well? Um, I hope that you are welcome to the show. Today's episode is definitely going to be the pep talk vibe, the short, potent, in and out, directly speaking to your cells. This today is for you if you are hard on yourself. So it could be self-criticism. It could be that the ego comes in and takes over, you know, really easily when it comes to yourself and you hear that inner shitty roommate. (laughs) Um, It could be also when you have that dialogue about I'm not where I am supposed to be, or I should be farther ahead by now, or if I was doing it right, I would be manifesting by now. I shouldn't still be dealing with this. Why am I so weak, broke, you know, insecure, whatever it is. Um, don't be so hard on yourself, boo. We're going to talk about that because there's there's a lot of reasons. We're going to go to a few different of the levels. Um, we're going to explore that on why we should not be so hard on ourselves. And I don't say should a lot. You guys know me, right? I don't like to say you should do this, you should do that. But there are a few things like you should not be so hard on yourself because it's not only messing up the manifestation game, it's also just unkind and it's not supporting you in your healing. So again, we'll dive all into that. But first, before we do, hello, hello. If you're new to the show, you must be going through an awakening, whether you're knee deep or it's a fairly new thing for you you are going through an awakening or you would not be here. Um, Welcome to this beautiful show. My name is Talia Joy. I am a guide in your awakening. I'm a bestie in this awakening journey, teaching you how to master manifestation, master the energies, get soul aligned, develop your intuition, and really step into that life that you are meant for. So really excited that you are here today. If you are new, feel free to check the show notes. There's lots down there, including the Empath Break through program, which we are going through right now. That is the trainings are hosted on a private podcast feed. If you're an empath looking to master your energy, that's for you. There's also access to a freebie library and a special deal for podcast listeners to, to access my manifestation training library. Um, and there also is a link there to manifest this shit. I don't know if you have heard of it or if you have a copy, it is my law of attraction, manifestation, coloring, and activity book. Yes. Yes, coloring an activity book because who doesn't like to color? Break out those gel pens, do some manifestation, self growth exercises. It's called Manifest This Shit. It's available on Amazon. It also makes an incredible Christmas gift. I've had so many people. It launched basically just less than a year ago. 
it was near Christmas last year and so many people bought themselves one and one for a friend or bought, were were given it for a gift and reached out and said, you know, my friend bought me this. It was so awesome. This exercise really resonated with me. So it is just that it's a coloring book that is filled with the most awesome things like coloring crystals and mermaids and beautiful fun sayings and, uh, all sorts of fun, fun, uh, coloring pages. And then also activities, as I say, so places to write your intuitive downloads, places to map out a vision board, um, to go through self-growth prompts, um, to activate your highest self. It is an incredible book. Again, it's called Manifest This Shit. The link is below. It's on all the Amazons. Uh, You can check that out. And it does, as I say, make a beautiful gift that's actually supportive. It helps people to, you know, step into the manifestations that they're desiring. But also I love it because I love to pass time, not on my phone. (laughs) I like to challenge myself whenever I need to wait or I'm, you know, just paused for a moment in time, not to whip out my phone if I don't need to. So I love to bring it with me as a way to pass time without just mindlessly scrolling. So there's all the reasons why it's incredible and I welcome you to check it out. Just check down there in the show notes. There's all sorts of stuff. Okay. So let's dive into today's episode. Um, this was really coming in hot when I was centering myself to ask, you know, what I wanted to talk about today, what needed to come forward for you. I really kept hearing this. Don't be so hard on yourself. And I don't know if you know, there's a song, I actually forget what her name is is that it's don't be so hard on yourself. Oh, have you heard that song? Anyway, that's what was ringing in my mind. And it was like, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. So what we first want to say about this is that when we are hard on ourselves, first of all, it is disguised as a beneficial thing. So there's a tool or a principle that I used to talk a lot about, and it's still very present. I just don't mention it as much, but I call it the ego in the highest self suit. So it's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. So it's the ego in the highest self suit. So when you hear an inner voice going like, I want to make more money, or I want to be more advanced in my career, or I want to be on stages, or, you know, I want to get married and I want to find the one, or I should be doing that by now. I just want to buy the house. I want to have an Airbnb and start, you know, making more income, whatever it is that you hear, it's disguised as your highest self, right? I want to get in shape. I have goals. I have dreams. It's super good. We want goals and dreams. However, the tone in which it comes into our mind, it pretty quickly turns into like, why don't I have it? And this energy of not feeling good enough. So it might say, you know, that inner voice might say like, I really need to find a partner because, and then it goes into like, I'm, you know, aging and I want to have babies or I, you know, hopefully I find someone that loves me because I'm damaged or I'm not beautiful enough or my body or whatever it is. It very quickly turns into a negative and we get really hard on ourselves, right? The other aspect of this is that Within the desire of something, and this is just, I'm, you know, I have a few points of the things I want to go over, but I'm also leaving this open for spirit to fill in the blanks. You guys, as you read my book, when it comes out and dive deeper into my work, you will see that it very much is a process life. There is a formula to this crazy thing. And in on one level, 
you are a soul that is wanting to grow. So every time, that's the whole point of why your soul is here. That's like one aspect of your purpose is your soul to evolve. So every time you desire something, it's actually calling you forward to evolve. So very naturally and not because you're fucking it up, actually just naturally things come up for you to move through to evolve. So we evolve through hardship. We evolve through being squeezed. We evolve through going into new depths within ourselves. So sometimes even like me at the beginning of my business, I just really wanted to be financially secure. I had these goals of like the $10,000 month and the, this and the, that, and I still have income goals. Yes, but I really, um, I really wanted that. And it was something that was an endless struggle that it never felt like I was getting there. Right. So as I got frustrated over and over rock bottoms, like this is over years and just always feeling like, fuck what I have, I guess it's not valuable or people don't need it, or I'm not figuring out the right way to deliver it, or I'm not inspiring enough. I'm not like those flashy Instagram models or whatever else. I did that over and over for years until I started getting more into the healing and self growth work and recognize that every time I'm triggered with something like money, I default back into how I'm doing something wrong. And that was an avenue, a realization for me to go, oh shit, there's something here that needs to be healed around my self-worth. I say it all like packaged beautiful. Like it was like, oh, Saturday, I realized this was going on. And Sunday, I realized it was an inner child. Like, no, this was over years because I didn't even know about the healing work. I was aware that if somebody had like a capital T trauma that they probably quote unquote should heal or that they, you know, therapy or working through these things was important. I knew that. But I didn't think about me. I didn't think about all of the other things, the self-deprecating, the not loving myself, the no self-care, no boundaries, working to the point of depletion, feeling desperate, basically having this energy of like, somebody hire me to like validate my worth. That felt like the first few years of my business, as a lot of us do. There's no shame in that, right? Even when, even if you don't have a business, when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, even maybe your 30s, you're constantly looking to be validated by how much money you have, by your body, by whatever, right? That, that's kind of the journey we go to, we go through. Then we go through our Saturn return around the end of our twenties. And we kind of start coming back into ourselves. For me, it took longer than that. I don't think at 27, I had really anything figured out, but maybe I don't now either. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyways, we, so with the money, I was just always wanting it and getting frustrated and then being like, oh, I guess I need to try a membership. Oh, I guess I need to try a this. Oh, I guess I need to try a that. Always looking without, without, yes, outside of myself. Until I started recognize the he- recognizing the healing work. And I, over time, between me and spirit and different mentors I had, I realized that my block, quote unquote, with money was around self-worthiness. And now you hear me talk about this. It's an ingrained um, chunk of knowledge that I just have now. Money is connected to worthiness. Worth, money, net worth. This apple is worth this much. My services are worth this much. Worth, worth, (laughs) self-worth, self-worthiness. So that is often the lesson 
in when we just want more money, we want more luxury, we want more abundance. It's a self-worthiness lesson. So why I'm saying this is because your soul wants to grow. And if you're avoiding the lesson of growth, you're not only not moving any closer to the manifestation, but you're also now just harming your game, right? So in case I'm kind of talking in circles, imagine I want more money every time I'm not making the money or a client says they can't afford me or nobody, or, you know, only a couple people sign up or whatever it is. Every time that happens, I go, fuck, what is wrong with me? If I was law of attractioning more then then I would manifest this by now. And I cannot tell you, I've now cleared myself of this energy, but I cannot tell you for how long I went, oh my God, I teach manifestation and I can't even get to the 10 K mark. That was like shame. It also had me doubt everything I knew. But the thing I've realized now is I have an intuitive channel that I look at as truth. I'm not saying that I am more true than your beliefs at all. This is my truth. And for my clients, it comes from spirit. So I see that as an intuitive channel that I can see things, but then I'm also a human on a healing journey. I've had bullying. I've had abandonment. I've had body image issues to the point of eating disorder and addictions and pills and all the things to not eat. I've been in insecure basically my whole life and have felt like the weirdo in the corner that never, ever belonged. That had to be taken care of or at least moved through or at least claimed in order for me to start making more money because I had no self-worth. So do you see what I mean? That is one reason to not be so hard on ourselves because when something isn't panning out, it's because there's a lesson or there's medicine waiting for you to embody. So instead of going, what's wrong with me, we can go, what could this be teaching me? Right. Or instead of it being like, I'm so shameful or just being hard on ourselves, like, Oh, my body, I can't do it. You could go through the healing work and through the higher awareness work, put your hand on your heart and be like, what does my highest self really want here? And maybe if you keep being hard on yourself because you feel out of shape or you don't feel attractive or you don't feel good in your skin, maybe your highest self is actually calling you into a season of coming back home to your body, of nourishing your temple, maybe deep down under that heart on you is, uh, okay, if anyone caught that, maybe deep down under that energy of being hard on yourself is actually a highest self-desire saying, sweetie, it's time to put your body first. It's time to nourish your temple, not to try to be 120 pounds, but because you're worth it, because you're a beautiful god or goddess here and you're worth it and your body is important and it sustains vitality and it gives you the longevity to create the empire and create the life that you're here for. It is time to nourish you on all the levels. Maybe that's what it's calling you toward, but your ego just looks at yourself, judges yourself, and then that's where you end on, right? So there's a lot of different reasons why sometimes we're hard on ourselves, but ultimately it is distracting us from number one, finding a solution like even in business, like, okay, so say I'm doing this one thing and it's not working and I'm not making money. If I'm just like, it's almost like being distracted with candy. It's like, I'm distracted over here going like, why isn't this working and flailing? And there's something wrong with me and I must not be good enough. And why do they have 20,000 followers? Or why can't I break the 10 K month? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm all over here distracted in the chaos of not good enoughness and my ego. Meanwhile, spirit is like, dude, you're so close. 
there's actually something here for you. So number one, getting into self-deprecation, being hard on ourselves completely takes us out of the arena of manifesting a solution physically, practically. It takes you out of the arena of finding the supplement that's good for your health or the next soul aligned offer in your business or having the open, steady, confident energy to attract someone who's going to treat you well and someone who's already, you know, confident themselves and has steady ground or the, the, the fertile ground you need to launch your business or whatever. It's distracting you. Nothing good is going to come from the arena of like, what's wrong with me and why haven't I done Done this yet. The other thing I just want to say that I've said a little bit recently is that we compare ourselves to other people constantly, and you are literally seeing online highlight reels. And if you're not online a lot, you're seeing it through every other avenue, even just your brain sees other moms or dads on the schoolyard, or you see someone that's around your age driving like a crazy expensive car, or you see someone, friends online that have just bought a house and your brain deduces, look, everyone else is doing it and I'm not, I'm not doing it. So you're not only on a brain level, your ego is literally pointing out to you constantly what other people are doing and what you're not doing, but you're also seeing it through social media. You're seeing it, you know, through just different types of media, shows, Hollywood, like whatever, you are constantly in your real life and in the fantasy life that is celebrities and whatnot, you are always seeing other people's successes. And then you go back to your own space in your own house and feel like shit about yourselves. But what you don't see is everybody else doing the same thing and feeling and struggling. And someone you see might not be actively struggling in that moment, but it doesn't mean they didn't go through 15 years of healing from the abuse or from the neglect or from the insecurities that they held. I stand here now and I don't know how I occur to you, but I know that I have the most confidence I've ever had in my life. But dude, if you could have seen me and some of you have my entire life, I have been awkward, insecure. It didn't matter. Like in my eating disorder, I lost all this weight and people were like, Oh my God, you look so good. Cause I lost all this weight and I didn't see it at all. I've never seen, like I can see now the beauty, the worthiness, the light inside myself, but I never could. In fact, it's kind of like when we look in the mirror, all we see is like the imperfections quote unquote, right? I just saw myself as like not looking the way I wanted to look the body, the confidence, the magnetism. I was I wasn't like the central fun party girl, or I wasn't the center. Like I just didn't ever feel like I was very special. And now I look back and it's like, oh my God, I've always been so unique. And no, I'm not the one who's got all the 50,000 friends and I'm like the most confident and most magnetic person in the room, but I have a vibe and I have an aura and I have gifts and I have a presence that when I sit in it and I'm confident in it, that is what actually makes the impact in the world. I don't have to be the shiniest. I don't have to have the least typos in my posts or I don't have to do any of that. I just have to be me. So 
not to make this about me, but when I share, I think you can see something for you in it. So when we are being really hard on ourselves, number one, we take ourselves out of the arena of creative solutions. Nothing is going to come from that place. The ego presents it like if I'm hard on myself, it will drive me towards solutions. If I say to myself, get your fucking running shoes on and get out the door. I think that that's what's going to motivate me. Yes. There's a small amount of time where we need to get that. Let's fucking get shit done energy and put it on and be like, let's get to work that masculine energy. Yes. There's a time for that. But when that's all we hear, when it's constantly like, come on, get out there. You said you would and see another day. You haven't done it. See another week. It just now turns abusive. It turns abusive in your mind. Are you abusing yourself in your mind? Is your shitty inner roommate, inner critic that is following you around everywhere, is he or she serving you or are they bringing you down? And the last thing I just want to share about this is that, or this aspect is that in my eating disorder, that's all I heard is like, hurry up, fatty, don't eat this, don't eat that. You better not. If you just go another day, if you just go another workout, another this, come on, by the end of the week, you'll be this much down. And if you're going to look good in that dress or that bathing suit, like that was all I heard. And it was a living hell. I gave myself health problems, mental health problems, like crazy physical health problems, like crazy because of what I was willing to do to myself just to get results. Drugs, alcohol, starving, chemicals, like all of it just to not eat because that was what the drill sergeant was telling me to do. Now, from a place of love and compassion, I actually haven't shared this anywhere, but I've recently lost 15 pounds and it continues to go down and I am not fueling myself with hate or judgment or ego at all. In fact, it's come from nourishing myself which is like revolutionary. I'll share about it more at some, at some point, but because I come from an eating disorder and because it's sensitive, I don't just, you know, share it all the time, but we'll talk about it as time goes on and what I've been doing. But from love is where I broke the 10 K months. I didn't, I didn't do it. Um, when I was trying to have a funnel and, and I'm not against funnels, but I'm just saying when I was going at it as, Oh, this is going to be the secret. This is going to fix me. This is going to this, I'm going to automate everything so that I can just be on the beach and I can just, and everything was drill sergeant. I didn't break the 10 K months. I broke the 10 K months when I started looking after myself, when I started nourishing myself, when I started being more self-compassionate, when I started prioritizing my own energy work, movement, exercise, stretching, dancing around, when I started honoring, not getting burnt out and building in time off into my schedule, when I started really giving myself what I needed, that's when the income noticeably started going up. That's when the weight can be released. That's when the junk food doesn't call me or the sugar. That's when, that's when I just feel good and I give myself time to journal and I give myself time and space to have a shower and just be and not have to rush, rush, rush and build, build, build. Like that is my business plan is nourishing myself and then creating these things that I feel so inspired to create that come from my soul. And that's it. Nourish self, create from soul, nourish self, create from soul. So I'm going to wrap this up soon. I want this to be a short episode. Do not be so hard on yourself. There are lessons waiting to be embodied. So right now in the area of life where you are hard on yourself, ask yourself, what lesson is here ready to be embodied? What is my highest self calling me toward in this area? And sometimes it's just that we are uncomfortable with where we are. 
So our ego has to jump in and offer us quote unquote solutions, which is like, get to the gym, do the thing, do a funnel. But we don't always need to be fixed. We need to learn how to love ourselves. And if you carried the energy of like, even if I'm not at the 10 K months or I haven't lost the weight yet, or I, whatever it is, even if that, I still know that I'm worthy. Even if the proof isn't in front of my face, I am solid in who I am becoming, in what I am meant for, in what I am worthy of. That's when we start embodying that energy first. And we come back into manifestation, feel the feelings, embody the energy first. That it it comes from that love. It comes from that self-compassion. And also, as I'm saying with my own health, we become much more determined and focused and consistent when it's coming from love. If you get yourself up to walk every morning before the day starts from love, you will be so consistent. And if you get sick and if you travel and if you get thrown off your routine, you'll just come right back because you want to do it for yourself because you love yourself. So there really is no place to be hard on ourselves. It's pointless. It doesn't lead to solutions. It doesn't lead to a calm nervous system. It doesn't lead to spirit being like, oh, here's the next step. Because all you're focusing on is how you are not doing good enough, how you should be somewhere else or how you're weak or how you don't have willpower. This is the place where if you're truly stuck and this all seems like way too foreign. Sometimes you might have to either like invest in someone who believes in you or become buddy, buddy with somebody like walking buddies, best friends going on a health journey, someone to give you positive feedback. If you're really, truly lost in your head, because that can help jolt us out. And I've said this before, I believe with my clients, one of my biggest jobs is to hold the vision and see them as their highest self until they can believe it for themselves. Hold the trust, hold the faith, hold the vision of what they are capable of and what they are going for until they can hold it for themselves. So sometimes we do need those people. We do need mentors. We do need friends that are cheerleaders in this journey. But ultimately, it's coming back to pouring back into yourself because you're worth it. I now stretch, do yoga, dance around because I'm worth it, because it feels good, because it makes sure that I'm maintaining the energy I need to be soul aligned, to be speaking from my soul, to give this career, this podcast, my clients, everything I've got in that moment to serve them. I need to make sure my energy is good. And so when I pour into that, it ripples into everything else. There's no room to be hard on myself because honestly, when we talk about the lessons, if there's a moment where you're being really hard on yourself, right in that moment, the spiritual assignment is more self-compassion, is more trust, is more faith because you're lost. You're, you're in the darkness. You've gone onto the wrong path, not wrong because we all do it. I just mean the path that's not going to lead you to the highest self. We all have that. We all have times we are hard on ourselves, everybody. So that's okay. Again, don't blame yourself or we're just more down that path, but notice that I'm being really hard on myself. And part of, part of this is that I feel uncomfortable in this area of my life and I want to change it. 
So that's why I'm being hard on myself. It comes from a good place, but how I've been acting is actually from the ego and the sole desire behind the ego is because I want to be better to myself. I want to get into a routine. I want to make more money. I want to feel more soul aligned. I want to heal. I want to lose weight. I want to become more vital. I want to meet my soulmate. That's why I'm being hard on myself. There is a soul desire under there and the way in which I go about it is going to change. So what can I do from my highest self to move toward this goal? What can I do right now to embody more self-compassion, more pleasure, more okayness? What if this is you on the path? What if this is you on the path learning? And instead of being hard on yourself, you're ready to accept the spiritual assignment of what is actually going on in front of you, where you're being called to heal, where you're being called to expand into. There's a genuine desire under that ego narrative, but the ego's just gone with it. And it's kind of like if somebody does want to lose weight, there's a million ways to do it. And if you asked, you know, 10 different people, they would tell you 10 different ways. They'd be like low carb and keto and Mediterranean and fasting. And like, it would just be all over the place. You have to decide for you what works for you. So sure to build a business, you could fling a funnel at it. You could hire someone expensive to write all your copy. You could, whatever it is. Sure. But if it's not, if it's coming from a place of not good enough, if it's coming from a place of desperate scrambly energy, it's not going to work. I've invested in myself at one time, like I've invested way more than this, but in one investment, I did $10,000 into this company that was going to bring me like this funnel and it was going to help, you know, make me have whatever it was. I think it was 10 K months at the time. And I was convinced. And the whole thing was icky, gross. I pulled out, I still had to pay them, but I just walked away. I was like, I'm not willing to compromise my integrity because that's not the answer. But as I started coming back into myself, I started recognizing shifts that I could make in my own business. So instead of just being hard on yourself and flinging yourself at the next thing that might get you out of this discomfort, be with the discomfort, recognize there's a genuine desire underneath. And what is that calling you to do inward? Inward. And the last thing that my spirit team wants to say is if you could embody the energy of, I am doing a great job. If you can safely close your eyes right now, put your hand on your heart. If you're driving, just go inside, but stay safe. I am doing a great job. I am learning as I go. This is what growth looks like. This is what the path looks like. It is messy. It can be emotional. I can feel sometimes like I'm not moving forward, but I am right where I need to be. And roadblocks are detours in the right direction. And I am willing to be guided. And there is a divine spiritual assignment behind the narrative, behind me being hard on myself. And it may be for growth for healing, for surrender, for faith, for trust, for self-compassion. And I'm willing to look at that as well. I am on the right path. I am unique on purpose. I was made unique on purpose for a purpose. And instead of being hard on myself and asking what's wrong with me and what am I doing wrong, I'm going to start asking myself, what is the spiritual assignment here and how can I be more authentically me? How can I pour back into myself? How can I suspend the pressure, take the pressure off and all the yucky inner narrative and just be? Ask to see this differently from spirit. 
ask for the spiritual assignment for clarity and just be really open instead of being hard on yourself. It's the time to double down on self-care. It's the time to double down on who you are and looking after yourself. That will bring the clarity. That will bring the strength, the motivation, the willpower that you're looking for. It will come from inside you. It'll be through you and your connection, maybe to spirit, your higher self, your dreams, your goals, your mojo, deep down inside yourself, you become that fire. So instead of being hard on yourself, tell yourself, I am exactly where I'm meant to be. I am opening, I am healing, I am rising. And in that, you're also quantum leaping into a more compassionate on fire, on purpose, lit up, soul aligned version of yourself. And that self-compassion and that new way of looking at it is so magnetic to the universe. Because as you say, I'm not doing it. What's wrong with me? Why, why is everyone else doing it? You are only also attracting more of that. You don't want to be in the place of why aren't I doing it the rest of your life? You don't want to be in the place of why is everyone else able to do it and not me for the rest of your life. You want to be in your power. You are doing it. This is what doing it looks like. You are a magnetic being. And if you want proof of that, give a little prayer right now to say, spirit, if I am on the right path, if I am in the work, if this is what is happening, give me a very clear sign. Give me a clear sign that I am on the path. And watch what comes in your experience. I hope this has inspired you today, activated your cells a little bit. You are doing such a good job. We are all unique weirdos in the corner in some way. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the weird corner of the internet. Um, And you're just amazing. You're doing it. You're on the path. Keep on that self-growth. Keep accepting the spiritual assignments. And I will see you in the next episode. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot, and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her Daily Practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her Manifesting Apparel Store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.